the City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everybody, this is Casey Fields. I'm the manager for municipal advocacy at the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Here is the latest from the Dome to Your Home, the association's weekly legislative report for the week of March 18th. The Senate and the House of Representatives met in regular session last week. There were numerous municipal issues up for debate in subcommittee and committee last week in the General Assembly. Both of these bills related to the Tort Claims Act remain on the Senate contested calendar, and the Municipal Tax Relief Act remains in a Senate subcommittee. Nothing has changed with the advocacy initiatives, bills, and budget. We're waiting on the Senate Finance Committee to meet on the budget, and we will update everybody as soon as those bills start moving. There was, however, a small cell wireless bill introduced in the House last week. House Bill 4262 is the South Carolina Small Wireless Facilities Deployment Act. It was introduced on Tuesday, March 19th, and was passed out favorably by the House Labor, Commerce, and Industry Public Utilities Subcommittee on Thursday, March 21st. This bill attempts to restrict local government control over rights-of-way and allow telecommunications companies the right to deploy small wireless facilities with only limited aesthetic review. The subcommittee amended the bill with language related to rural telephone companies, and a written copy of the amendment was not available at the time it was passed. Next, the bill will go to the full House Labor, Commerce, and Industry Committee for debate on Tuesday at 11 a.m. The zero millage bill passed out of a House subcommittee. The House Ways and Means Property Tax Subcommittee amended and approved the House version of the zero millage bill. House Bill 3457 was amended to the similar language in Senate Bill 227. It restricts the initial amount of millage that a city or town could impose. The Senate passed 227 in January, and it is now in the House Ways and Means Committee. Both bills allow municipalities without an operating millage on January 1, 2019, to impose an operating millage with that restriction mentioned in the amendment. Next, the bill will join the Senate bill in the full House Ways and Means Committee. They meet on Tuesday afternoon to consider the House version of the bill. Senate Bill 401, which is the utility relocation bill, it requires an entity undertaking a transportation improvement project to bear the cost of relocating water and sewer lines. It was amended by the full Senate Transportation Committee and given a favorable report. The amendment requires utilities to submit certain information to a road project owner at least 180 days prior to the project's letting of a contract a seven-year sunset, and reporting requirements from a project owner and the utility was included in the amendment. Next, the bill will be on the Senate calendar for debate by the full Senate. The plastic bag ban bill, Senate Bill 394, was debated by a subcommittee again this week. The Senate Labor, Commerce, and Industry Regulatory and Local Government Subcommittee heard testimony from mayors opposing the bill and ended up carrying over the bill for further debate. Mayor Will Haney and Councilman Jim Owens from the town of Mount Pleasant testified, along with Mayor John Tecklenburg from the city of Charleston, Mayor Mark Hughley from the town of Arcadia Lakes, Mayor Jimmy Carroll from the city of Alla Palms, and Mayor Tim Goodwin from the city of Folly Beach. We thank those mayors for attending the hearing and testifying against Senate Bill 394. 
House Bill 3661, an annexation bill, was approved by a House subcommittee. 3661 allows certain cities and towns to annex properties that are not contiguous to the municipal boundaries. The bill was amended and approved by the House Judiciary Special Laws Subcommittee. The amendment requires maintaining existing billboard regulations in an annexed area. Next, the bill will go to the full House Judiciary Committee for debate. House Bill 3274, the Tobacco Preemption Bill, that bill was passed out of the full Senate Medical Affairs Committee last Thursday, despite some strong objections from Senators Sandy Sun from Charleston and Kevin Johnson from Clarendon. The committee adopted the subcommittee amendment that adds language clarifying that the bill is not intended to interfere with local ordinances that prohibit smoking or vaping in public places. The committee members voted to carry over the Senate version of the bill, Senate Bill 492. So what happens next? House Bill 3274, the tobacco preemption bill, it goes to the full Senate for debate. It's important to contact your senator and ask them to vote no on House Bill 3274. Perhaps the most important issue of the week deals with the association's collections programs. Representative Kirkman Finley, a Republican from Richland County, specifically Columbia, introduced House Bill 4257 on Tuesday, March 19th, to eliminate the Municipal Association's ability to collect insurance premium business license taxes and broker's tax business license on behalf of cities and towns. Almost immediately after the bill was introduced, it was scheduled for a subcommittee hearing in the House Labor, Commerce, and Industry Insurance Subcommittee for Thursday, March 21st. The subcommittee gave the bill a favorable report. Representative Bart Blackwell, a Republican from Aiken, tried to adjourn debate on the bill or kill the bill. However, Representative Craig Gagnon, a Republican from Abbeville, tabled that motion, which means he disagreed with Representative Blackwell's attempt to stop the bill. Representative Blackwell was the only member of the subcommittee that voted against the bill. Representative Russell Ott, a Democrat from Calhoun County, attempted to introduce an amendment to preserve the association's ability to continue to collect on behalf of municipalities. He withdrew the amendment with the stated intent to the entire subcommittee to reintroduce that amendment at full committee. Representatives Ott, Jay West from Anderson, Brandon Newton from Lancaster, Craig Gagnon, and Kit Spires from Lexington all voted to advance the bill to full committee. The House Labor, Commerce, and Industry Committee meets on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Please call members of the House Labor, Commerce, and Industry Committee and ask them to vote no on House Bill 4257. So after talking about the, what happened this week with 4257, the Collections Programs Bill, Tiger Wells is joining us this week. Uh, from the legislative team, and Tiger testified against this bill on behalf of cities and towns at the subcommittee meeting, and he's here to just kind of tell us what happened, give you an idea of the inside um, of how that subcommittee meeting went and where we go from here. Tiger. That's right. Well, thank you, Casey. You know, it was it was an interesting subcommittee hearing that had been in, that had been an interesting week for a bill to be introduced on Tuesday and almost immediately show up on the agenda for Thursday uh, meeting was, was something to prepare for. Um, the impact of this bill, the way it is currently written, would be tremendous. And I think we tried to make that, uh, that point 
during that meeting. The focus, a large focus of the meeting for our part was uh, focusing on the work that we perform for municipalities, the work that we do and our team uh, does collecting that revenue and making sure that it is accurately distributed uh, to our municipal clients, the investment that is made in education and training programs, uh, Main Street programs, just a, a number of programs that benefit the municipalities and municipal officials beyond just the collection dollars that we collect and remit to them. A lot of the focus from the uh, from the subcommittee side was transparency, and so we hit time and time again the the, the number of ways that we are transparent from the way that we report right. uh, the fees that we receive to the way that we report to the IRS, you right. know, and just how accessible all of this information is. Um, I was was happy when Russell Lott, uh, Representative Russell Lott, uh, initially tried to introduce an amendment that would have preserved the municipal association's ability uh, to continue collecting this revenue on behalf of municipalities. Uh, it also would have specifically added DOI as a potential uh, collector, and then it would have kind of left it up to the cities to decide who you want to go with. That's not something that, that the municipal association is is terribly worried about because, you know, we know the quality of the work that is, is being done on behalf of municipalities and uh, and we think our municipalities understand that as well. And we know that our overall mission is to represent cities and towns and provide the training and services just for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and they get that as well. He did ultimately withdraw that amendment because there were some questions about the amendment. It right. hadn't been drafted yet. Sure. Um, and there was one one member, really uh, Representative Blackwell, who uh, to his credit, you know, he was just trying to kill this bill. Right. And he didn't want it right. to, to go anywhere. And so uh, Representative, I understood that and wanted to give him an opportunity to see the amendment in writing and get comfortable with it. Um, so they ultimately voted to advance this bill to full committee. Mm -hmm. And our hope uh, is that when it makes it to full committee, that uh, they'll do one of two things. They'll either kill this bill. Right. Or they will adopt the amendment that Representative Ott uh, was going to introduce to turn it into something that still preserves our ability to collect. Right. And Tiger, don't you think you could tell in the subcommittee meeting that mayors and council members and managers and administrators and other, you know, city staff and, and city folks really had contacted those members of the subcommittee? It was apparent. Mm -hmm. It was apparent. I'll That's tell great. you. Um, I mean, the chairman of the full committee, a full LCI, was actually there. And at one point, he was getting ready to leave that meeting. And mm -hmm. he felt compelled to put on the, on the record before leaving that mm -hmm. he was fully supportive of the amendment mm -hmm. that Representative Ott was planning to mm -hmm. introduce. So um, they were feeling some pressure. They were feeling some pressure. And I can tell you, you know, had it not been for the desire to, of course, see the amendment in writing, I think that they were about to vote unanimously to adopt right. the amendment. So right. we feel pretty good going into this meeting um, on, on tomorrow, on Tuesday. Um, but still, you know, it just right. highlights how important that outreach and that engagement. Absolutely. And I know some other, um, some other House members who are not on LCI and who are not on the subcommittee have been contacted and right. are urged to to not support the bill or That's work right. out the amendment 
for on our behalf. That's so that's right. that really I have to I completely agree with you. It's yes. the contact, it's the outreach that is so important. It's so critical. It really makes a difference because even if you have a representative who isn't on that committee, they have influence Absolutely. with the individuals who Absolutely. are on that committee. And if they say, guys, this is a bad idea, they will reach out and make sure that that is heard and felt. That's exactly right. So all this will keep going on. We've got full committee and they'll be taking up the small cell wireless. They'll be taking up this insurance collections issue. So we need you to stay tuned. We need you to stay vigilant, stay in contact. You can always access bills that were introduced last week and bills that received action from a subcommittee or a committee through our legislative tracking system. Please be sure to follow the legislative team on Twitter. They're giving up-to-the-minute updates on Twitter about where they are and where they're testifying. And always remember to check back next week for the latest in municipal legislative news from the South Carolina State House. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.